to um, Pokemon Watch with us. This is Zach with my co-hosts. Jordan. And Matt. This week we will be tackling... <laughs> this week we will be tackling episodes 6 and 7 of the original Pokemon anime. Um, but before we go ahead and go into that, let's go ahead and start with our Pokemon question of the week. This week the question is, uh, what do you think Brock was up to? Right? <laughs> he was just gone. <laughs> if you had to make a guess, what's your theory? Let's be honest. I think he was probably chasing woman. Absolutely. Okay. He was going Very straight back character. to Officer Jenny and just being like, what's up, girl? Do you think he slid into those DMs and follow up question? Do you think he was successful? No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, he is like 12 or something. He's 15. Wow. <laughs> He's definitely the oldest one of the group, though, by far. Well, yeah. Because Ash is 10 and yeah. SD is 10. And he's 15. It's weird that a 15-year-old's just chilling with these two 10-year-olds. <laughs> like, that doesn't seem like a big difference, but that's a very huge difference. That's like... Especially at those ages. Teenagers, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like two years when you're a teenager makes a really big difference because that brain do be developing. True facts. At a breakneck p- pace. Keep you on the move. For some of us. <laughs> Others of us, you know, maybe they don't develop so fast. That's cool too. Hey, wherever you are in your journey, don't worry, you'll get there. That was nice. Yeah. I think that he was dealing drugs. Really? Well, he could be dealing Pokey Pokemon drugs. food, Pokey food. What? Well, or Pokey you know food. what? Actually, my real theory is is that perhaps he had some sort of. You know, upset tummy situation. He was a little embarrassed about it. Didn't want anybody to know he was going to the doctor. That's why he didn't include his friends. And uh, he went to the doctor alone. Or, or or another embarrassing medical condition. I'll take it. I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> why not? All right. Cool. Thank you for answering this week's Pokemon question of the week. Please email your answer if you'd like to our email, pokemonww at gmail.com, so that we can hear from you because we want to. All right. Um, shall we kick it over to uh, episode six, Clefairy and the Moonstone? Let's hit it. Um, the first thing I noticed of this, this episode was that... It wasn't very good. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Is that the oh, first I guess thing you notice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I actually thought this episode was fine. It okay. wasn't great, but gotcha. I was I personally was not a fan of this episode. That was very strange. It was very strange. But um, you know, it has its moments, I guess. Yeah. I guess should we get started with our 30-second recap before we get much further? Oh true. True. I was actually really excited for this one. I really feel like I'm going to nail it, maybe. Do you want to go first? Sure. (laughs) Three, two, one. So not much actually happens in this episode. (laughs) There's this dude named Seymour that they meet, and he's a scientist but also a poet for some reason. And um, he, they go into a cave that has been... Uh, messed up by Team Rocket and so they fight Team Rocket over it and then they win and then they find the Moonstone and then Team Rocket shows up again and they fight them and they win and then they save the Moonstone and then the Clefairy evolve and that's about it. 
a full two seconds to spare, Matthew. See, that's just in, that's just <laughs> indicative of how little happens in the episode. Oh, yeah, two seconds. You're one. you're not wrong, but I mean, we all got thirty seconds. Let's go. <laughs> Zach, you up? Oh yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. All right, so Ash and gang end up at the Dark Cave, which for some reason is filled with lights. They discover that that is Team Rocket after meeting Seymour the Scientist slash Poet. Uh, Seymour is very obsessed with Clefairy and their Moonstone. They meet up with Clefairy, they have their own society for some reason, um, and then Team Rocket shows up and they're like, we're taking this Moonstone, and then all the Clefairies are really sad, but then Seymour inspires them with a... Uh, revolution-like speech to go and take back the Moonstone. They get back the Moonstone, and then all the clarity falls into the table in the end. I'll give it to you. You were two seconds over, but it's fine. I'm always two seconds over. It's true. <laughs> Alright. But, but I, I used those last two seconds to say, like, the end, whatever. <laughs> fin. Fin. Is it fin? Yeah, it's fin, but it's fine. Fin. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So we begin the episode with uh, Misty being like, I want to go visit this romantic moonstone. And then they go and visit this romantic moonstone. Um, and there's this Seymour smart dude that he's not that actually that smart. And uh, he's... Uh, there because the the cave is messed up by Team Rocket and Team Rocket wants this Moonstone so they fight Team Rocket twice over the Moonstone, and then the Clefairy go and uh, grab the Moonstone from the from Team Rocket. And we, we got it, everybody. I don't think you did get it. I I almost want to do that one again. It was no, so bad. That's not no, no redos. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. Wait, because you edit these episodes, you can just do two takes. I'll just take it later. No, do not take it later. <laughs> <laughs> that is illegal, sir. Why am I so bad at thirty second recaps? No, you're pretty good at them. Usually, it's me. Only that first episode. That no, I bad. think the last episode I didn't even make it through. Oh, actually, last episode I kind of killed it. On Maybe. the second one, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, but make sure you guys vote for who you think did best. Yeah, if you and guys follow us on Twitter, might as well participate. Like, <laughs> yeah. you followed us for what reason, then? Come yeah, on. prove me wrong. You actually loved it. No, don't do that. So. <laughs> definitely vote for me. I definitely did the best. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, okay, whatever. What's up to debate? Um, yeah, so uh, my general thoughts for this episode, just kick things off. Um, I really like Seymour. I think he's a really fun character. I like Seymour, yeah. too. And I felt like he was really relatable. Like, if I were to have an Avi from the show so far, I'd pick Seymour. That's fair. I actually really like Seymour as well. Um, the reason I, I, in my 30 second recap that I said that he was a smart dude that wasn't actually that smart is because that was literally one of my notes. And I thought it was funny when I reread them. Um, I just, I, like, I didn't know his name yet, so I, I reintroduced him as Professor Smart Dude. Goes a little bonkers with gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you made it into a couplet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you would. Exactly. Yeah. That's very meta. I like that. Yeah, I love Seymour. He's pretty goofy. It's strange that at the end he ends up staying with the Clefairy forever yeah. so he can go to space with them. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Also, for some reason, this like really stuck out to me is they called him like Ash holds up his Dex and then he goes, It's Dexter. And for some reason that didn't click until that moment. 
that his name is Dexter and like he's an actual person instead of the Dex. But is is the is the Dex a thing in the Pokemon Pokemon anime, or is it always like I think everyone I think has their own the Dexter Dex, and then Dexter is the OS. Dexter is his Siri. Oh, okay, that makes sense. All right. I just love how they, they find Seymour being attacked by Zubats, and the first thing Ash does is pull out his Pokédex, and is like, oh, what are these Zubats? <laughs> Instead of trying to help him. Yeah. <laughs> Read the room, Ash. <laughs> A detail I really like from this episode is how they animated Clefairy's movement. They make them, like, low gravity, like they're bouncing on the moon or something. Which I think is a really nice interpretation of the Pokemon, um, which I'm sure didn't exist, you know, before this show. The show does a really good job of interpreting and adding to the universe in a lot of ways. Like, um, the Pokeballs changing sizes, I believe, originates from the show, um, which gets carried on into the games later on. Um, which is a super nice detail, something that I've always really, like, really liked, um just as a detail of the universe. Mm-hmm. I also thought it was interesting in this episode um, that they, like, it was all based around the Clefairy maybe being from outer space. Um, and that was, like, for me, it really um, showed, to like, again, that they don't really understand this universe in in the game or in, like, Pokemon, as well as the writers in the room. Like, no one has any answers um, but it's all about discovery, um, and it's about learning together kind of what this all is. Um, because they leave it all very vague of whether, like, the Clefairy actually came from outer space. Um, and it's it's never cleared up at the end besides uh, Seymour being like, I, w- I want to stay here and go to space with them, even though everyone else is like, we don't know if that's actually a thing. Missy's like, it's fun to imagine that they that they do. Um, but yeah, they don't like. We don't know anything about this universe for sure. Yeah. So why do you think that this episode is so unenjoyable? <sighs> I have a thought on this. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's largely because it feels like nothing. I I I, t- I talked about this in my thirty second recap. Nothing really happens. Nothing is pushed forward in the in the plot. There is really no plot. It's the the whole plot is Team Rocket is there trying to steal the Moonstone, but that that one plot point is the entire episode. Yeah, like the fun part of this episode is that it really fits in with the game, right? Because I feel like the Dark Cave is really memorable for a lot of people because it's kind of a situation we all tackled differently. Like some people were smart enough to know that you had to get Flash. Other people like me, did it in the dark because they didn't even know Flash was a thing. <laughs> and so, um, I, I don't know. I think everyone has really strong memories from the Dark Cave, and so it is really nice that they decided to include it. And it is really interesting how faithful they are being to the game and the plot of the game thus far. Um, but overall, it's it doesn't really fit our you know what we kind of agreed as the criteria for a good episode last week as being an episode that moves one of the characters forward, there, because there is no forward movement. Not even really for Seymour. Seymour doesn't yeah. like 
Even if we wanted to have a filler episode, we could have at least moved, you know, have Seymour have some sort of character art. That that would have made this episode a lot more enjoyable, I think. Um, or, you know, Team Rocket, maybe. Though, typically we don't really develop Team Rocket. They just are in their perfect, glorious <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that, I think you really nailed the head. Uh, nailed the nail on the head. Nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it when you said that that this episode is bad because there's no development. Um, are there any other reasons why the episode is not as enjoyable as maybe some of the like the episodes we watched last week? Or better question: What would you do differently with this episode? If if you were in charge of rewriting this episode, what would you do? I think I would have had Team Rocket's reveal of being the um, people behind the situation later. Okay. Um, and I think I, it would have been more fun to have a bit of a mystery about it mm-hmm. um, and kind of a uh, have there be a question mark, even though we could maybe assume um, have there be a question mark for the first two thirds of the show um, and have some other possible solutions. And then you can kind of go down those routes and then end up leading to this kind of fun reveal of Team Rocket instead of it just being, like, there. Mm-hmm. And then come back again and be there. Yeah. There really wasn't any payoff. One of my nitpicks was that Team Rocket's reason for stealing the Moonstone didn't even make sense. Because they said that they were going to use it to power up their Pokemon. Which none of their Pokemon would actually gain any power from the Moonstone. So yeah. that was going to be my question, actually, um, because I have a note in here that just is like, why didn't any of the other Pokemon get affected by it if it was what Team Rocket wanted? Because I feel like that could have been a really fun mechanic of the ending. Um, if all of these stones, like if they are out in this open, why aren't the Pokemon that are battling literally right next to the stone being affected by it? It's because the Moonstone is an evolutionary stone that only works for certain species. Like, mm-hmm. who even is affected by the Moonstone other than Clifford? Um, Nidoking and Nidoking. Nidorina. Okay. Yeah. And that's what, um, I, that's what I found out from looking it up later. Um, but I just, again, going back to what I would do to write it differently, like, I think that could have been a really fun mechanic of the end. Yeah, it'd be cool if, um, if Seymour had a Nidorino or a Nidorina, and that his goal is to find the Moonstone to evolve it. But then he realized that, um, you know, Clefairies needed the Moonstone, that they maybe arrived on the Moonstone, um, particularly, um, and that it was theirs, and that he needed to respect that and find, you know, maybe a different source for a Moonstone for his, his Pokemon. Yeah. Like respecting other people and their cultures would be a fun little moral to get out of this episode. Yeah. I think yeah. I think that would be a small addition, just character motivation change that would really elevate the episode if yeah. I were to redo it. I also would just not have the moment where Misty throws her Pokeball into the water first. Just to <laughs> prove that it only works in water. That nonsense. Like, no. <laughs> that was such a bummer. <laughs> Me and Jordan were watching it because, I don't know, did I talk about this on the podcast that my theory is that she didn't have Staryu until 
later on in the series when she goes back to Cerulean City. Anyway, so my working theory for why she didn't help out in, like, the second episode or whatever with her... Why she sent out her golding is because I thought maybe... And maybe it's still true because, like, she could get a Pokemon from the PC at any time, I guess. But, um... Yeah, when she when the, she sent out the star, you I just turned to Jordan. And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, star you was revealed. Um, another big thing that happened in this episode is Brock caught his Zubat, which yep. actually becomes like a series mainstay Pokemon for mm-hmm. for Brock for a really long time. Yeah. And um, what else happened that was big? Is that it? Oh, Pikachu, and Pikachu tries to, like, actually talk with Ash. And that's, yeah, that's yeah, what I was going to say. Terrible. Yeah, oh Ash God. says, of course I can understand him. He's my Pokemon. The Clefairy mm-hmm. pick up the rocks and do the Macarena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, it's funnier when you say it like that. Than it was the show. <laughs> that was, I don't know, we keep running into this problem where they, the communication problem, which is super weird because they have a Pokemon character that, like, perfectly fits the role of interpreter that, like, we're all willing to buy the Meowth, like, can speak English, so why not use him more for that role? But I don't know. It's hard when he's the antagonist. Yeah, that's, I was about to say, that's why. <laughs> they do it's... use it at times. but They, they definitely do. Yeah. I mean, in the movie, they use it really effectively. Yeah, exactly. Or, I guess, in Pokemon 2000. They use it in the first movie, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. In all the movies. Wow, really great. Alrighty. Um, in Detective Pikachu, he just talks. That's true. Pikachu just talks yeah. in Detective Pikachu. I have not seen that movie. It's really good. You it's should watch good. it. Should we watch it and do an episode on it? Maybe we Absolutely. should. Just like as a special episode. That would be fun. You know what? Email us if you guys want to see that. Awesome. Do we have any more thoughts from this episode? I liked... I thought the... Like, one of the only good parts was the battle between Team Rocket and... It was actually quite good. That's fair. I found it the... I talked about one of my problems with the battling system in that a lot of the non-physical attacks don't translate super well, and I thought they worked with that really well in this episode using Whirlwind and Supersonic mm-hmm. in interesting ways to... to like, yeah. Double team, just like... Double team, I think <laughs> I think that was... A, I was reading, I think that was a mistake by the... An error, because they thought it oh. would double the attack, essentially, yeah. like a mimic. No, I think, I think in the Japanese, it's... Brock oh. told him to like team up and do whirlwind as well, and oh. they they took the team up as double team. Tran- mistranslation. Uh, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Interesting. Interesting. Very cool. Interesting. Okay. Well. Also, Pikachu and Clefairy are friends, and they didn't need a seance, a seance to do it. They just kind of chilled for a second. Yeah, Pikachu always be uh, making friends so easily. Yep. Lucky. Matt, you you already have us. What more do you need? You're right. (laughs) Matt, would you rewatch this episode? No. Jordan, would you rewatch this episode? No. I would also not rewatch this episode. That's three straight no's. If three strikes, you're out. (laughs) I was gonna say if this is America's Got Talent, you would have been dropped through a platform into a lake of alligators. I've never seen that show. (laughs) When all of those judges press that red X, you know. Anyway, (laughs) now should we go ahead and move into our 30-second recaps? Yeah, let's do it. Perfect.
three, two, one. So we start this episode, and they're walking towards uh, the new city. They can't remember what it's called. And uh, Misty is like, no, I hate that city. It's full of ghosties, even though it's not. Um, and then uh, we get inside, and Ash immediately goes to the uh, the Pokemon Center training. Nope. The training center. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and then he fights the three sisters and it ends up being Ash's sisters. And shoot. No. No. Ash's sisters. Can I please do that one again? No, absolutely not, Jordan. You can't do retakes on these. Who's up next? Go for it. Oh, I'm about to murder him. Three, two, one. Alright, so they're going to Cerulean City, which was my favorite video game music, and then they show up and they're like, um, alright, uh, Misty's like, I'm not coming to the city with you guys, I'm scared of the city and I hate it. And then Ash shows up and Brock leaves him for mysterious reasons. Ash goes to the gym and they're like, we're not gonna battle you because we're lazy and beautiful. And then they end up battling Misty because she apparently is one of the sisters. And then they battle and Misty almost wins maybe. That's pretty good. I'll take the L on that one. I mean, it's better than mine. You're still not taking the L, so it's, it's fine. Uh, I'm just really not in the zone today. It's okay. Um, Matt, you're up. Three, two, one. So, Ash, Misty, and Brock are going to the Cerulean City. Misty doesn't want to go, and so she kind of disappears for a bit. Uh, Ash and Brock walk to a convenience store that had just got robbed, but they only stole a big vacuum for some reason. And then Brock disappears, and so Ash goes to the gym. The three sisters don't want to battle him because they just got beat. So Misty, the fourth sister, ends up battling her him, and they fight, and it's close, and then Team Rocket comes in and tries to steal the Pokemon, but then they end up getting sucked up by their own vacuum and blast away. Dang, boy. That was a solid one. Very good. I'll let the voters decide, though. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go ahead and start talking about the first, you know, Misty-centric episode. What did you guys think of our first Misty-centric episode? It was good. <laughs> it wasn't great. It was good, though. Yeah, that's generally that's generally how I feel, kind of, too. Um, I think that it's cool that she doesn't really want to come home, I think. Like... That's a fun... They have a fun conflict in her not wanting to be in Cerulean City. She gets revealed as the gym leader, which is pretty cool. Her We find out the reason why she left home is to become a great trainer, which, like, nothing so far in her character has really, like, leaned towards that motivation, which is kind of a bummer. And I kind of doubt that we're going to see a lot of more actions that are going to lean towards that uh, motivation, which is equally a bummer, but... Um, yeah, um, what do you guys think of, um, of the sisters? The sisters are just kind of like, they're the trainer that I expected to see, to be honest. Like, they're, um, they're the three sisters that are forgettable and have dialogue that's supposed to fit their character, and... It just ended up kind of obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And it's a bummer because they're probably, you know, they could become, they could have been like a reoccurring, 
I, if they were written a, with a little bit more depth, then it'd be a lot more interesting for Misty, but they aren't, unfortunately. <laughs> no, yeah. But um, maybe we're expecting a little bit too much there. Um, but uh, what did you think of the... I think... What do you think the moral of this episode is? Uh, so I think that, you know, at least a moral that gets taught is that um, Ash needs to work for things in order for him to feel satisfied. Which is generally true um, of human psychology. We tend to actually be more enjoy things more if we had to work for them or earn them in some way. Um, but is that something he learned? Because he literally, like, word for word, asks for that he, to the trainers. It's, it's not says, a moral for Ash. It's a moral for us. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's not. That was not the question. But the. My point was that, like, but it is. I guess it's kind of a carry forward, right, from Brock's. Right, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Is that he's like he presents that to them, and then Misty provides that challenge for him, which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with that. The only thing is that he still doesn't actually have to finish the battle. No, because Team Rocket, <laughs> fangled Team Rocket rolls in. But um, before that, what do you think of Misty and Ash's showdown? I thought it was a really good battle. I think it was the highlight of the episode for me. Yeah. Again, yeah. like the last yeah. episode. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So far, the of these two episodes, the battles have been, I have been the highlight. I also like this battle because it felt like the logical next step up from like the Metapod battle. Like you know yeah. what I mean? We talked about how much we liked how how it fit the current like level. Like when you have level five Pokemon or whatever. And this episode was just a little bit more advanced. We got to see some good like strategy from Misty's side. Um, you know, Ash was fine too, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was an interesting and fun battle to watch. Um, what do you think of Pikachu just refusing to battle? <laughs> that was fantastic. I mean, it was... It I think was, it was a funny way yeah. to get the plot to be what they needed it to be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that it would have been cooler if Misty was like, no, dog, like, I'm a gym leader who only battles with water Pokemon. You think I've never dealt with an electric rap before? And <laughs> totally wrecked him with, like, Starmie or something. Personally, that would have been cool to see. And, like, Humble Ash. I think, like, I think what they want maybe to come out of this episode is you're like, oh, Misty's, like, a trainer too. Which, but... Because I don't know, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Actually yeah, work no, out. it yeah. doesn't translate. I think, at I think all. the setup for mm-hmm. Misty in the other episodes is what really kills that. Yeah. yeah, agreed. It's true, and also, you know, my expectations are pretty low. What they're gonna allow her character to do in the next rest of the series? So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I just I think Misty continues to feel like a missed opportunity for me, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think that that continues. I I still am like honestly bothered by the ending where um, they say you know you know we love you, and then Misty's like yeah. When literally none of that is is shown throughout this yeah, episode, yeah. there is no love. They are straight up jerks to Misty. For our younger viewers, if you have siblings, be nice to them. Yeah, like, really try and have a good relationship with your siblings. Don't be like these tw- these twisted sisters. Yeah. Also, I think it's interesting that they are, like, they really wanted to, to just straight up jabate the audience of... Jabate? What does that mean? Bait. Oh, really? The, I think that's how Is this, mean. like, a fun slang that I don't know? Yeah. Yeah. Jabate. Jabate. 
Cool. Sorry, go ahead. Jebate the audience. Yeah, no, uh, Jebate just means, like, juke. Yeah. Right. Yeah, true. I mean, I, I know what a bait is. <laughs> yeah. I, I played Melee Dog, and I know what a bait is. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, but they just really wanted to bait the audience for that, uh, that reveal of Misty being a trainer. Which was a great payoff, to be honest. Like, I, that was a good moment. I feel like if I didn't already know it, I would have been like, huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I mean, even though I knew it, it was still that moment, you know, of just because I haven't seen the series before, um, of that uh, Misty is a really cool trainer. And that was unexpected based on how her character well, has shown itself, which is... I don't, I don't, they don't really follow through with her being a cool character. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they will. (laughs) Yeah, you're still hoping. (laughs) I don't know. That's that. That's I. I don't know. It feels like instead of being maybe mindful towards their audience and providing both a hero and a heroine, we have a hero and a love interest. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, which is kind of a bummer. It's probably just because of the times it was made in, but. And because they they pro- they were targeting more probably boy demographic, mm-hmm. and you know, I think that a lot of things were just a lot more defined as far as beliefs and markets, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a little bit of a bummer, but yeah. uh, oh, also, can we talk about how Officer Jenny says that uh, her her sister-in-law in Viridian City? <laughs> I did Identical that, sister-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I did think that was very interesting. Slowly we're moving towards that weird, like, <laughs> all of them have to get surgery to join the force. <laughs> <laughs> Fan theory. Unless sister-in-law was just a pun. Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness! <laughs> That was Honestly, best what joke of the series. Yeah, yeah. Bro, that that's was, so good. It was so highbrow, I missed it. It was an amazing <laughs> pun. Wow. Holy cow, you just blew my mind. Wow. That's crazy. Huh. Well, that was the highlight of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, though. Um, I thought the... Personally, I thought the rest of the the scene with Jenny was kind of weird, though. Yeah, me too. But I like it, though. I like yeah, it I like that it was weird. Reason. Honestly, I thought that it was fun. <laughs> I just I, yeah. I I don't think it was like amazing, but I just really like Officer Jenny. I don't know what it is. Truly, I can't explain it to you. Okay, Team Rocket interrupts them before they can finish their battle with a ginormous vacuum, and they start vacuuming up all of the Pokemon? Question mark. Yeah. I just find it funny that a department store had a ginormous vacuum. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. True, 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 true. Um, I I also thought that scene was weird because there actually was only like three Pokemon there that they were trying to get. Um, Also. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) there's this weird part where she's like, we don't even have any Pokemon they can battle except for this one Goldeen. And if it was a Seeking, maybe we could use it, but we can't because it's just a wimpy Goldeen. And then they're like, Seal, come here. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, that's kind of a problem. Also, they, like, they're like, we just sent all of our Pokemon to the... Okay, and, sorry, we're we're going back (laughs) in the episode, but they mention again those three Pallet Town trainers 
And I'm just really bummed because we're only yeah. going to meet Gary. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But I do, uh, one thing I really love, now we're going back to the beginning of the episode, but um, I, I love how they keep they keep mentioning and name dropping Gary and like, you know, the writing on the wall from yeah. Gary. Mm-hmm. I love how much they're not showing him. Yeah. I think that that yeah. really builds up anticipation for the next time we see him. And that's actually really for, exciting. It builds well, up anticipation for their first battle too. Yeah. Well, yeah. And- um, oh my gosh! It's, I don't even know when that happens. I, I'm yeah. actually really looking forward. To it. <laughs> I'm genuinely excited about something. <laughs> so I think that's really a great thing that they're doing. Um, uh, the and then to go back to um, the gym leaders. Oh no, we already made the point about how they're like. Oh no, okay. So sorry, I just remembered. I got back on my train of thought. Um, so, uh, why don't you guys join me? Platform, where the heck are we, you know? Team Rocket. Team Rocket, no. We're on gym leaders. No, we were Follow me. What? <laughs> <laughs> You've gone six different places, that is not fair. Um, All right, but so, I, yeah, I get so the going. gym leaders, they, uh, they like, put their Pokemon in the Poke Center, right? Because mm-hmm. they got defeated by the Palatown trainers. And they're just like, now we have more time to, like work on our set and perform are they plan are they like not planning on getting all the gym pokemon back or what's the deal yeah. <laughs> it's very very permanent changes to their schedule yeah. well, and as a side note to that it, what's weird is it's an aquarium full of normal fish that's true it's um, true. and this so the yeah this is the instance. second second instance of normal animals in the pokemon universe um and then there's a random seal there yeah. so you know no the seal is that's a pokemon well, no, I know. I, I understand that. Oh, you're just harking back to our, yeah. to our appointment made. Yes. Gotcha. I think that's the third time we've harkened back to that point so far. Well, it's really important that you guys understand <laughs> that those gym leaders lied. <laughs> um, um, and so they come in with a vacuum, and then Ash and Pikachu break things out. I don't really remember how this episode ends. It just ends with um, Pikachu electrocuting all of them, and then uh, they get sucked up into the vacuum somehow, and then Then get blasted off. off. Yeah, Yeah. gotcha. And then Ash gets the badge for saving the gym, not for winning the battle. No, not for winning a battle. That doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It still bothers me. But yeah, but it still (laughs) bothers me because it undercuts the point that we keep trying to make that Ash is like willing to work for things. And he hasn't worked for anything. Like, it's not... He just has these two badges. I think the point is you're supposed to be like... Kids on the on the playground can be like, no, Misty's stronger. No, Ash is stronger. You know what I mean? They don't want to like clearly like have somebody defeat somebody else out of the main trio. But it'd be cooler if they did. Yeah. Even yeah. If Ash wins. It'd be cooler if it was like a hard fought battle, and then Ash like gains more respect for Misty. Yeah. As yeah. a trainer, that would be awesome. So that he doesn't. So he can stop being sexist. Yeah. <laughs> stop being an absolute jerk to people. <laughs> That would be really cool, but I don't think that's what's going to happen, because this show came out in 1997, and we still didn't know how to write women characters at a time, apparently, for male-type audiences. Some would argue we still don't. Yeah, fair. Um, And, I don't know, I thought that it was interesting that... uh, I just, I don't understand what their plan was, honestly. Team Rocket, I, I love, like, I love it, and it's not supposed to make sense. <laughs> I love their plan. It's, it's, it's so hilarious, Chris, though. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds great. Giant vacuum? Vacuum up all the water Pokemon. 
There was only two in the pool, though. They didn't know that would be the case. Oh, I guess that's true. That yeah, because there normally is a ton in the pool because it's yeah, a they're jump. bad. Okay. criminals. I, I pass it. Yeah, okay, I'll give them a pass. <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, does anybody else have any burning thoughts about this episode? No, yeah, I think I'm done too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, would you rewatch this episode? I would only rewatch it because it has plot purpose in that he won a badge, but I didn't think it was that it's good. It's an, an essential episode. watch, but if you're watching alone, you'd skip it again. Yeah. I actually think I would choose to watch this episode again. Just because, like, I still had a lot of fun watching this, especially compared to um, a few other episodes we've seen. Like the other one we watched today. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. um, I thought that this one was actually pretty fun. It had. I thought it had some great moments animation wise actually um that were really fun um team rocket and and uh jenny's moments were great so i would definitely watch this one again yeah i'd actually watch this one again too i overall really like it i think that i wish it was written differently but i like it for what it is enough Mm -hmm. to watch it again I also just like theorizing about where Brock was the entire time and yeah, see if there are any why, clues. Why would they why would they just have Brock Brock excuse me Brock peace out in the beginning of the episode and then never explain. It's so weird too because he's like he's like what are you going to go do and he's like stuff okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah like actually, actually no, has, now you need to tell me. Yeah. No like it, it honestly wouldn't have been weird if Ash had, if, if you just like, said well, I'm going to go do some, some stuff to go take and then left. And Ash was just like okay see you later. Yeah. yeah. Later. And then or if he'd been like oh I got to get groceries because you know we've been out on the road for a while right we're low on supplies i need to get it like we should restock i'll meet up with you guys after it, the it wouldn't challenge. have been hard to think of a reason yeah it's yeah like it's super easy <laughs> we don't know anything about this town you can make up anything listen he's not that important to the series yet they could have just killed him off <laughs> <laughs> they really wanted him gone why not yeah <laughs> anyway so uh um I think it's time for some fun facts. Fun, fun facts. facts. We gotta Let's stop do it. doing that because we have actual <laughs> stingers. Yeah, I like it. No, I hope you call all these out. <laughs> Who wants to start off fun facts? I'll go. Okay. So my fun fact is that the three sensational sisters are all named after flowers. There's Daisy, Violet, and Lily. And that's where the name of the episode came from, the water flowers of Cerulean City. Yep. Which is also weird because Misty doesn't get one of those names, which is very sad. <laughs> it's I think that was tra- she really to, like really to increase the yeah. the distance. I yeah. get it, but still, like they just really cut her out there. What are what's the over under that Misty was an accident baby, a surprise baby? I feel like it's very high. <laughs> yeah, very high. Um, <laughs> but also, um, Misty. Could be we're gonna stretch out real quick. So Misty could be like the water for the flowers because they actually depend on her to be better. Oh wow! Wow! Way wow. to make this episode better than it is. <laughs> you, that's art. <laughs> Thank you. I tried. I'll go with my phone facts. <laughs> now that we've uh, crossed through that, um, so my phone fact is. Not that interesting. Um, the, the twinkling star that normally appears when Team Rocket blasts off out of view, uh, it makes its first appearance in this episode, um, or that episode being episode six. Uh, 
Um, and that becomes a staple. I don't know who decides that, but it also doesn't happen in episode seven and it doesn't happen every episode, but it becomes a staple of the series. So it's one that we all love and cherish the twinkle in the eye. Um, twinkle in the sky. Twinkle in the sky. <laughs> yep. Twinkle in the eye. Twinkle, twinkle in, the, in eye. the sky. Yep. And then it's also the first episode to feature stone induced evolutions, um, which I thought was interesting just because I didn't know what that was at first. Um, and, you know, of course I Google it later and think more about it, but it's very interesting. Okay. Uh, my, I have two facts of the week. Uh, the first one is that in Japanese, you know, translated to English, the episode title translates to PP and the Moonstone. <laughs> I think PP is the, is the Japanese name for Clefairy. Don't quote me on that. I could click on this link to try and find out, but I refuse to do it. <laughs> um, and then my other fun fact of the week is that Meowth, um, who also, vo- the voice actress who voices Meowth actually voices um, Seymour who, in this episode as well. Um, and her name is Madeline Joan Blaustein. Blaustein. Um, who uh, is a transgender woman who is known for all of her Pokemon work. Um, and she also provided voices for Pokemon Snap, Stadium, Puzzle League, and uh, and also Mystery Dungeon. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. Um, also, in Episode 7, James's voice changes um, from voice actors. Yeah. So, and I don't know either of those names, but I know it changes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, should we go ahead and move over to the mailbag? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, would you look at that? It's empty. No mail. Now, we know we don't have that many viewers or listeners or wonderful people who choose to put us in their ears, but... Um, we have some of you guys in listen. I just want to hear from you guys. Let us know. You can ask us questions. I will answer any question you send. It's it's a real truth or truth situation. Now I'm not doing any dares. But you can ask us questions. Provide your thoughts. Participate in the conversation uh, about Pokemon. Or you can continue to just listen. That's okay too. But we'd love to hear from you. If you want to send a little email over to Pokemon WWU at gmail.com. Again, that's Pokemon, WWU at gmail.com. Thank you. This has been a message brought to you by Pokemon. Watch with us. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Pokemon, WWU. Instagram is the same. WWU. But we have a lot of fun over there as well, so we hope to see ya on both Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to say hi when you follow us. Um, We'd love, love, love to hear from you. Matt is putting two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. All right, Jordan's having a stroke, and Matt forgot that we do an audio show. So I guess I'll go ahead and sign off for us. Thank you so much for listening to this wonderful episode. We'll look forward to seeing you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.